You're listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum focused and dedicated 100% to sales development. If you care about growing your skills and getting more new sales appointments, pipeline, and closed one deals, you came to the right place. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, iTunes, or Spreaker, and be sure to go back and listen to all the episodes for the best strategies, tips, and tactics out there on running a high-performance sales development program. And now, your host, founder, and CEO of TenBound at TenBound.com, David Delaney. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. I am joined by my esteemed guest today, Mr. Andrew Mewborn, Solutions Consultant at Outreach. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks, David. Pleasure to be on the show with you today. Oh, man. Well, this is perfect timing because we were talking about the power of improv in the sales development world, and <laughs> our signals got crossed for the podcast, so we did some major improv there. So thanks <laughs> thanks for your patience. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I wanted to get with you. You know, improv is a hot topic in sales development right now. It's a great learning tool because a lot of what we have to do every day is is improv, especially when you're on the phone in the moment. And you've been doing some really interesting exercises over at Outreach with using improv. Can you tell us about what you've been doing and, and what effect it's been having? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I'll, I'll start off with saying like how I thought of improv and how it could actually be beneficial to salespeople, right? And then what actual exercises we've been using in order to do that. So, you know, when I got involved with outreach, I saw, hey, <laughs> I'm going to be interacting with salespeople on a daily basis and just people in general. So what I need to do is be is optimal as I can when having these conversations with folks. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to join an improv class. And so after joining this improv class, I was like, I learned that actually doing improv is not necessarily about being funny, but more you just learn life skills in general. Some of those life skills being, you know, how to accept people's offers, how to listen and when listening, not just take or not just think of how you're going to respond, but listening to actually understand what maybe the prospect's saying or what's on the other end, a ton of teamwork-related items, and that really everything is an opportunity. Interesting. Okay. Let me break that down a little bit. So offers. Tell me about offers and what that means. Yeah. Offers can be anything from an objection that you hear from people. Hey, prospect, how are you doing? My name is Andrew. You guys have a second to talk? Uh, I don't have the time or I don't have the budget. Please call me later. That can be an offer, right? Whatever someone on the other end is, is giving you, whatever they say, what maybe any interactions they have with you, accepting all those as an offer and trying to build on those, right? So that can be an <laughs> offer. Okay. That's interesting. And then listening to understand, I think a lot of people are trying to think of their next question, you know, why they're listening. So how do you, how do you, you know, hold back from doing that? That's a great question. <laughs> so to hold back from doing really how I do it specifically is I, yeah, I hear that little voice in my head. That's like, all right, how am I going to respond to what they're saying? How am I going to respond to this, what I'm saying? And I turn that off and I really just try and say, okay, don't try and have a response. Try and think about a pause in between what they're going to say. And I focus on actually how am I going to pause after 
them completing their sentence, right? And then you learn how to pause and you say, okay, pauses aren't so bad. <laughs> so I'm always focused on how am I going to pause and consume this information rather than coming up with a response. Gotcha. And I think people are afraid of silence in a conversation, it seems. Definitely. Yeah. I think you had Matt Millen, I believe, on the show at one point, and maybe I'm wrong about that one. But with Matt Millen, he actually was the guy that before I started taking improv, I always said, hey, you got to learn the power of the pause, right? A, a pause can be super powerful. And it at first, it can be scary. And when I first started doing it, I would say I'd sweat bullets when you know, <laughs> pausing because you're like, wait, am I going to say anything? Is the person on the other end going to say anything? So it's definitely something that takes a little bit of practice. Definitely. And, and then, so teamwork, what, how does teamwork play into improv? So yeah, going back to accepting offers, really how it plays here is you're building on anything someone is giving you, right? So an improv, let's take a scenario. I'm on stage, right? You have someone else on there. When you're on there and you're interacting with someone else, people are constantly feeding into the stage to build up the scene, right? And so when uh. you're building up this scene, there's a lot of moving parts to this. One is like, how do we build a story together? So you hear a lot about like, hey, in selling, we have to build stories today. And that's another component of that whole team building, right? So you're working with others in order to craft a story. And then you're actually building trust in the others that they're going to give you offers that are going to help enhance or create a more dramatic scene. Gotcha. Okay. And and so, you know, I remember like there was a, a TV show. There used to be a TV show like a long time ago where they would do improv and they had comics up there. And I remember they would build stories like that. They would, you know, it was almost like passing the baton and they had to come up with the next story. Is that, is that, does that ring a bell to you at all? Yeah. 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 That was, uh, okay. I'm spacing on the name right now, but definitely. Yeah. 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 I yeah. bet it's on YouTube somewhere, but there, yeah. they, they were, it was really funny. Like, like one person would go for a while and then the other person had to pick it up and run with the story. So that, <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People with improv, I always, they're like, how would you define improv? And because we're in the sales development world, I always say, you know what? Improv, it, it's just a sequence. And they're like, well, okay. see, that doesn't make sense. A sequence is like emails and calls put together in a, like a campaign. And I'm like, no, like improv is storylines and storylines are just a sequence of events. Right. And so now that you have the sequence of events, for instance, let me give you one big thing in improv is uh, the seven sentence story structure, right? So that seven sentence story structure is a once upon a time and every day until one day because of this, because of that, finally and ever since that day. Right. So, yeah, I've heard right? That. so you build, yeah. yeah. So you build these, these essentially sequence of events with this, these tactics like that seven sentence story structure, right? So you're always using these sequences and you can see this today in, in any type of writing that you, people put out there. So any blog post that I've ever written, you'll see, Hey, that pretty much that exact structure in there, right? Uh, it's just something that resonates with people as they read it, right? The hero's journey. Exact. It's basically that seven sentence story structure, okay. right? So, huh. mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah, and I was just gonna say. So, when it comes to uh, you know going back to how we've implemented improv in working with folks in sales development, whenever I've done exercise at the outreach office, 
you know, we've basically taught the seven sentence story structure because it's, it's a way to, when you're, you know, trying to prospect or trying to close a deal, you're telling stories about your product, how it's helped others, you know, what value propositions can be offered uh, and stories around how we've solved particular problems. Okay. That's what I wanted to ask you. It's like, how can, how can you, how do you guys bring this into the sales world, especially with sales development, where you might just catch someone on the phone for like, you only have a, a couple seconds before they're going to make a determination whether to hang up on you or not. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so is there, is there some way that, that you kind of can uh, bring that into, you know, skills that they can learn us uh, in doing sales development? Uh, yeah, definitely. So I think with with these improv exercises, what you're really learning how to do is experiment and not be scared to fail, right? Yes. They say that the, the harder you fail in improv, the better the scene is, right? And so huh. what it allows you to do is say, hey, I'm going to fail and I'm just going to accept that failure, right? So failing is actually a success in improv, Right. And so you're building that confidence to say, hey, no matter how bad this goes, I'm going to learn something from it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a skill. That's okay with that. It's being okay with that. And that's a skill in itself. Exactly. And it's being okay with that and then moving on. Right. Rather than sitting there and saying, oh, man, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't wish I didn't do that. Right. So, taking it, acknowledging it, and saying, all right, I'm going to move on from this and I'm going to try something else. Let's try another attention-grabbing technique. <laughs> so you're becoming comfortable with discomfort, essentially. Yeah, yeah, which is so valuable. I mean, that's it, what, I, what I see out there a lot is because, you know, a lot of the people that you're approaching as a sales development professional are not interested at that time or they're just too busy or they just have some legitimate reason not to want to talk to you. And that rejection can get very negative. And I see people getting more and more stressed out and more and more like negative on themselves because, you know, who wants to deal with that every day? But what you're saying is by training in improv, you can actually kind of build a muscle to remain flexible in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. And I call it, I like to call it the improv mindset, right? Or improv mindset. There's really like, if I had to boil it down into like three key factors that could help in sales development every day, it's like one saying yes and to everything. And by yes and is having the ability to build upon other ideas Two, another one is like, you know, making your partner look good. Right. And that's another key aspect of improv. And third is really just accepting failure and becoming uh, comfortable with that discomfort, as you mentioned. Okay. And so I want to dig in on that. So yes, and mm -hmm. yes, and tell me about that. What does that mean? Yes. And so yes, and is, so, you know, when you're talking with someone and they're like, uh, Hey, this, there's this awesome thing I was thinking of doing. And then you respond with a, yeah, but Right. It's like you're you're kind of like putting down the idea of what they're about to say. Right. Like the energy right. level just drops dramatically with a yes. And right. It's a simple tactic to say, OK, everything I hear, every offer I'm giving, what I'm going to do is I'm going to respond with yes. And how do I build on top of that? Right. And okay. so for me. Yeah, I think the energy flow is really like rather than let me compete against what you're going to say, how do I work with you what you're going to say? I'm going to use that in my marriage. I like that one. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's not only good for sales development, it's good for your marriage, right? You yeah, just saved my marriage. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I'll save your marriage. There you okay. go. <laughs> All right, cool. And then and then what about um what about the the part part uh, you know the partnership looking go- or the partner looking good like if you're if you're calling oh. somebody who who what partner are you talking about in that case your partner can be all right so like if we're looking at this in sales development your partner is going to be your AE your SC your S your SDR okay. your CRO right making your partner look good and so what this means is like how do I give them an offer that they're gonna they're going to accept any offer I give them, but how do I give them a good enough offer to build them up? Because if I build that person up and make them look good, that's going to make the overall scene look good. Yes. I got you. Okay. So you're trying right, to, so yeah, right. Exactly. So if I do that now, like let's say I'm working with a prospect today and I'm on the phone and I, you know, and I always have this idea of like, how do I make them look good? You're building more of a win-win scenario versus a win-lose scenario. Right. So if, and I always think about that when we get to the negotiation stage of these deals, right? It's like, if I'm trying to make that other person look good, my prospect on the other end, and I see, okay, how can I make them look good? I'm essentially going to help build a more of a win-win environment versus like, you know, they're losing out on something like a win-loss. Yes. Okay. So, so that's interesting. Like, so if you're prospecting to someone and you see something that they're doing, you try to build them up on that, you know, externally, like you might, I mean, I'm just thinking you, you might like or comment on their social feed or give them a thumbs up on Facebook or something like that. Like it's some external way of like supporting them. Exactly. Some external way gotcha. of supporting For instance, uh, going back to using this, you know, in the work environment, I think one thing that we've implemented to make people look good is at the end of every Friday, we'll send out a rock star moment email. And this is something that we do in improv after every, basically after every show is go around and say, hey, rock star moment to Johnny over there for that one joke he made that everyone made everyone laugh, right? And so what we do at Outreach, what I started doing is every Friday, just sending out a rock star moment email to the team and say, hey, rock star moment to, you know, John for helping me out with this prospect or getting me getting my back in this in this case gotcha okay yeah that, i i mean i remember when i was at glassdoor they would have bamf every every friday and it, it was kind of fun because it was like you had to bring one it was a, a meeting in friday afternoon and you had to bring like one good thing that someone had done within the company and build them up you know to the rest of the group and it was like you know the the acronym was like badass mother f you know <laughs> like yeah. it was bamf and it was like okay bamf time you know and yeah. you know it was good because we were basically improv building people up making people feel good yeah exactly exactly and that's what it's all about you know not only for for internal teams but really for prospects like if you're working with them and you make them look good in front of their boss like one thing that we do is we are very heavy on making sure that the proposals we provide to them look stellar because we know they're going to take this proposal and give it to whoever signing the check. Right. And nice. if we make them look good with, Hey, here's a proposal you can have, and it's going to make you look really good. Like you did your homework when you're actually making this purchase of a new tool, right? That's going to make you look good. And that's going to make us look good as well. Nice. Okay. All right, cool. So, and then, and then let's see. So accepting, accepting the offer. Tell, tell me about that one more time. Accepting the offer. Like, 
What does that mean? Accepting the offer is just taking whatever's thrown at you and saying, how do I say yes to this? And gotcha. work. that's essentially all it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Give me an example of that. Like what if, if you call somebody up and they're like, Hey, I'm running into a meeting right now. I can't talk. Like what? I mean, how, how, how can you accept that and like make it into something positive? I would say that. Not to put you on the spot, but yeah. No, no, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's improv. I love it. Yeah. Well, I'll say, hey, I'm going to a meeting and I can't talk. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and call you another time so we can, you know, figure out when a good time is for you to actually meet. Got it. Instead of just like, you know, like. Instead of like, no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you're like, yes. And, you know, let me know a good time to talk. Like you're trying to like build a positive thing to keep the improv going basically. Exactly. And I'll break this into a couple different areas that like, you know, me and others listening may run into. So like feature asks, right? So let's say someone was like, our team really wants feature X and it's, and not having it's a showstopper. Yeah. You know, in that case, I'd say yes. And we have a partner product that can help do that, that we integrate with, right? Maybe in pricing. Uh-huh. We all, we all hear this one. It's too expensive. In that case, we could say something like, yes, yeah, Sam, let's explore some creative strategies for fitting this into your, your budgets. Got it. Okay. Uh, any objections, right? So objections, we hear this one all the time. There's too much going on right now. In that case, I say yes. And do you mind defining your competing priorities with me? Got it. It's, it's, it's like creating a bridge between just a showstopper and continuing the conversation. Exactly. Yeah, it's Got really it. just trying to build on the energy that these people are providing. Okay. All right. So this is interesting. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, I want to bring some of this practice into my sales development team, like how do you guys set up a a training or a meeting to to get this going? Definitely. That's a that's a good question. So I'm actually next week I'm going to be working with the outreach SDR team. And so what we're going to be doing is actually taking scenarios that they run into on a day-to-day basis, let's say phone objections, right? And taking these objections that they come on a daily uh, or see on a daily basis and then coming up with improv exercises to help them with those challenges. For instance, an objection like, hey, I don't have the right time. What are two or three exercises that we could provide with improv that can actually help them steer that type of objection? Got it. Okay. And then yeah. is there some kind of framework that you, uh, that you then apply? Like say they, they come to you and they go, I got a list of 10 objections that we can go through. Like how do you apply that to then a, a framework for learning about improv? Yeah, definitely. So when it comes to a framework, there's already a framework for improv that we're going to have to teach people, right? And that framework I mentioned earlier is like the yes and concept, right? Accepting, which is accepting offers and building on them. Two, how do you make your partner look good, right? So using that as a framework. And then a third thing that I'll bring up is like characters, relationships, the objective, and an environment that you build, right? So we call that crow, and improv and that's like the foundation of any scene right so we'll take these objections and how they're encountering them and we'll say here's these improv exercises and here's the basis of improv here's how we build a character here's how we build a relationship here's how we build an objective together and then here's how we create an environment for that gotcha. so we're just using improv frameworks initially 
right? And small exercises say, here's how improv works. And here's like really the foundation. If you forget anything, remember that you have to build a character. Remember that you have to build a relationship um, in some way and, and set an objective, right? And then we'll do uh, get more granular into specific scenarios like the objections. Another thing that's cool is like video prospecting. Right, you you see that from time to time, or a lot of the time these days in in engagement, and so one thing that's cool that you know I want to start doing is actually saying how do you use improv story building techniques like the seven sentence story structure I showed you earlier, and build that into your uh, videos that you're sending over to prospects, right? So that these videos actually resonate with people. Nice. Okay, so that could be that could be a topic for one of the one of the trainings. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Exactly. And then, so how do you do these? Do you, do you have to be live in, in person to do it or do can you do it over zoom conference or something like that? Live is going to be better. Um, yeah, I've I would think tried one over zoom. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's go ahead and see one day how that works. You know? <laughs> um, I'm always open for it. <laughs> That's where the world is going. Okay. So you have to, yeah. you, you have to like get together it's going to be half an hour. We stand in a circle or, you know, how, how do you like, what do you stand in a circle and you try to practice improv? Like, right yeah. In front of everybody? yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What we'll do is like, we'll have specific scenarios. What I like to do is get the people together with sticky notes and just say, yeah. here's some sticky notes, write down the top 10 challenges you actually face on a day-to-day basis when prospecting. Okay. Right? Like, is it objections? Is it, I don't know what to say on the phone. I don't know how to build rapport with people. I don't know how to do this or that. And then we'll group those into common themes. And then from those common themes, we have preset improv exercises that we're using in order to help with those uh, common challenges that people are receiving. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. All right. So this is something that anybody listening could do. They could spin it up at their at their company. Are, are there any like good books or resources, websites, blogs? Like it, how did you learn all this stuff and where can we learn more about like how to, you know, structure improv? Yeah. Good question. So I would say some good resources to, you know, learn this stuff from is really just watch any, if you watch Saturday night live, right. That's yes. a lot of pretty much improv that you're seeing there. If you go in and type, HubSpot has a couple of like improv articles and folks that they've interviewed on how improv has helped them with sales. So that's great. And then take an improv class, right? Like that is how I learned all this stuff. I've done done it for about three or so years now. And so just taking an intro to improv class, you know, even if it's once a week or for a couple months, I mean, I learned more in the first few months of doing improv than any other time. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, in, in those, yeah. go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, if you're in like a major urban area, I'm sure that those are around, or you can probably find one on like Udacity or some online class if you if you're not you know in that kind of area, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Any like major city will probably have an improv school, so just type in you know Seattle improv. Uh, some improv schools will pop up, and typically most improv schools will have set classes that you can take. Or additionally, they'll have like drop-in sessions like once a week that you can go drop in and pay a few bucks for. And that 
to me is like the best rather than reading about it, just going and doing it right at an hour or two of your time. And it'll, you'll feel so invigorated after doing an improv session. You'll feel like you can conquer the world, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it, I think it's, it's interesting because we live in like an improv world in the sales development world. I mean, you got to really be thinking on your feet, you know, when you actually can communicate, you know, get in somebody on the phone or, or get them live, you know, at, at a conference or something like that. So we live in an improv world, but I don't think a lot of us have the framework and the, the, the structure that you're talking about to really become good at improv. So, you know, this has been a great, uh, great session. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's been awesome. Absolutely. And for those of you, yeah. And for those listening, please take some improv. Yes. And I promise it'll change your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to check out and see, I mean, I'm really interested as well. And yeah, Andrew, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us on the sales development podcast and look forward to, to tracking what you're doing as well. And where can people get a hold of you? They can email me andrew.mewborn with M is in Mary at outreach.io or on LinkedIn. Hit me up, slide into the LinkedIn DMs. <laughs> yeah, will do. And and I know you've got some articles that you sent over about this topic as well. Are those posted on LinkedIn or do you, another another place? Yeah, there's some improv articles I put on uh, out, the outreach.io blog that awesome. show how to actually implement uh, improv exercises with your own sales team. Um, and if you contact me too, I can actually just shoot you over some improv exercises that we're doing. My goal is at one point, help out multiple SDR shops with these improv exercises in person and go out there and, and see how I can like do some in-person exercises. So you can just also hit me up directly. There we go. All right. Well, thank you very much. And we appreciate all the wisdom and we'll see you over on LinkedIn. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast. The only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.